Welcome to the Fargo Christian Podcast. The Fargo Christian Podcast's mission is to bring together and have open conversations with pastors, business owners, nonprofit workers, and truthfully anyone who has our same mission in mind, uniting the church. Each week we will have conversations surrounding one main question, what is God doing in your life? Will you laugh? Hopefully. Will you cry? Maybe. All we know is that Jesus clearly lays out his goal for the church in John 17, and we are doing our part to accomplish that. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Fargo Christian Podcast. We didn't line it up. That's fine. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll line it up in post. That's my favorite comment you've ever made. Really? Yep. Sweet. I have made a lot of comments. <laughs> um, like post serial post. Have I? You, so you didn't have you didn't have cereal growing up, did you? Cereal? Yeah. <laughs> I had cereal. Is that is that wrong of me? You didn't have peanut butter jelly sandwiches when you were growing up. No, I. That's didn't. what you didn't have. I get those nope. mixed up. That, I mean, they are basically the same thing. When I make my lunches, sometimes I pour cereal into my lunchbox instead of making a sandwich. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Nick, how has February been? Oh, shoot. Uh, it's not, it is, it is February, Jordy. It, it is February. No, I, so I have this, uh, this fancy Garmin watch. Yeah, um, it's not all that fancy. It's like six generations old, but it does everything I want it to. Okay. Um, meaning mostly it tracks my heart rate while I play tennis, which oh. I just played tennis. Yeah. Um, but I forgot to turn off the exercise, so my watch thinks that I played tennis for two and a half hours. Good for you. Which isn't true. That's the issue. Um. But. Brock Borkart, I think you're listening. My heart rate was still up. So that's a joke just for Brock. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Was, um, I was thinking that was some celebrity tennis person. Uh, I mean, kind of. I played with him in high school. Okay. He coaches in FIFA River Falls. If, if I, I consider... That to be a, a celebrity definition. You do? Yep. Yeah, she's a celeb. Anytime someone starts a definition with, I played with them in high school. Straight to the top. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, anyway, how's February? It's, uh, it's been good. It's flown by. I didn't realize we're already... Two weeks into it, more than that, two and a half yeah. weeks, if you count three days as a half of four, seven. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's after 10 p.m., so I'm not a math teacher right now. Perfect. So That's always yeah. my fear, is coming <laughs> on and just being judged. Yeah. It makes sense. That's a, that's a very reasonable fear. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked all of my classes today. 
Okay. If you were to rate Can I use the calculator? You can. I don't know if it'll help you. Alright. Um, if you were to rate how you're doing on a scale from so bad to so, so, to so good, where would you put yourself right now? So bad to so, so. Is that the... So, so is in the middle. I'd be finding the, the mode. Yeah, yeah, the mode. Uh, for February, just February. For February. Oh, I thought it was just for today. Oh, no, uh, I'm sorry. Today, just today. Yeah, thank you. I would say I am feeling, I am feeling so-so. Okay. Right now. We only have, we only have two hours left in this day, technically. Is there anything that I can do in the next 40 minutes of this podcast to get you from so-so to so good? Well, the thing, the reason why, I'd say it was so good until I got home a couple hours ago. Okay. Um, I hadn't been on Facebook today. Sure. And I went on and I saw an article, not an article, a post from the local police department about some missing, missing boys. Oh, no. Um, from so that, I mean, I was, I was kind of sad about that, but what made me upset more mad was the comments section Mm. that I don't. I usually enter the comments section probably four or five times a year. Yeah. But I thought, oh, because it, it, it was some, some boys from the Dakota Boys and Girls Ranch. Okay. And um, reading some of the comments about the boys from people that don't clearly don't know them and, yeah. about, and, and comments about the whole ranch... Um, just made me really mad. Yeah. Just made me want to punch him in the face. Yep. And I get say, that. "Do you know what trauma is?" Yeah, man. It so it actually breaks my heart when I see stuff like that. It just like mm-hmm. so. Okay, so then I take it sometimes to the next level, and I need to stop doing this. Well, I'm not even on Facebook right now. I just got rid of it. Um, I didn't delete my account because I share this podcast, but I like don't really do anything on Facebook anymore. Um, but, uh, there have been times that I've been going through the comments and someone has said something like incredibly hateful. And then I go to that person's page and then I look to see their, um, religious affiliation just like hoping and praying that it doesn't say christian and then it says christian and it's like why would like you are doing such a bad job of representing christ and i can't stand it i'm kind of losing my mind over here um so anyway yeah the comment section will do you dirty and you don't want to go beyond the comment section Either, because that'll yeah. do you dirtier. See, and that's why I don't have bumper stickers that tell everyone I'm, I'm a, I'm a Christian. Sure, because you get road rage. Yeah, terrible yeah. road rage. I sure. bump cars. 
Uh, well, <laughs> no, like, yeah, because of that. Because, uh, well, I don't comment on stuff anyway. Yeah. But if I did, they would, they would be like Jordy, go to my page and see that I'm on staff at a church and be like, oh, all Christians, terrible person. Well, except but I make... the things that, the things that you post on Facebook, like your comments are funny. You make jokes. Thank you. But sometimes I make jokes while I'm driving. And sure. sometimes I make mistakes while I'm driving. Make mistakes? Yeah. Yeah. Like, not not look where I'm going. Yeah, so you don't smog. Yeah. Signal meal over... Signal... Signal... Signal mirror over shoulder go. Smog. 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 Over shoulder. Over shoulder. It's one word. It's not. I might be saying it. It might. I might be using the wrong words. Go. I haven't been in signal mirror over a long time. Over. Yeah. Um, The only one I remember is drool. Down right, up left. Oh, that's for solving a Rubik's cube. Nope, it's for parking on a hill. Also, also Same one thing. of the steps. <laughs> it's also one of the steps to solve a Rubik's cube. <laughs> oh man! Um, Did you know if you oh boy. use that, you'll never solve the Rubik's cube? Down, left, up, right. Go down, right, then up, left. You just you're just building a trap for yourself. Well, I think I'm too tired to get into that. some practicum students in our building from MSUM. Yeah. And I introduced myself to one today. Not necessarily intentionally. I stopped into a classroom to talk to another teacher and there's a student from MSUM there. You didn't want to be intentional with the student? Well, yeah. Um, I'm intentions boy everywhere but at school. (laughs) I don't I, I nice. don't know how I feel about that joke. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty intentions boy at school, actually. Good. That's. I'm intentions boy everywhere I go. That's true. I'm, yeah, so... <laughs> Mr. Intentions Boy. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a superpower, what would it be? <laughs> um, Mr. No, Inconvenient got... and Intention Boy. So the two, the two students that... There's two students from MSUM that, I, that aren't in my class that I've met have met me in just the strangest ways. Um, so the one today, I accidentally got really philosophical. And we're on a hybrid schedule, and, like, no one is... We don't really have the hang of our hybrid schedule yet because it's still pretty new. And I said, the kids were leaving, and the teacher said, like, I'll see you tomorrow. And they're like, no, you won't see us tomorrow. You'll see us. And she said, well, no, I, like... I'm, we'll probably still see you tomorrow, even though I don't have you in class, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It was confusing, and I said, does anybody really know when they're going to see anyone? Mm. And the MSUM student said, wow, 
It's like, oh no, that's I. I meant like, <laughs> it's a confusing schedule, and we're confused. Not now we're all confused. Yeah, not trying to go deep. Um, the other one, I had told the teacher that morning that I don't believe in hibernation, which I think is the first time I'm telling that on the podcast. Yeah, I think so. That that I don't believe in hibernation. Um, but I walked into her room to say something, and then she said to her MSUM student, Hey, this is Jordy. He doesn't believe in hibernation. <laughs> so then I had to explain it. <laughs> so, that's that. Uh, I like that. Did you know, um, how I learned how to spell hibernation? Hibernation? No. Um, I, uh, I called, I gave the bear the name Nate. And so I said, hi, bear Nate. But I guess I did know how to spell the word bear. Or hi. Because <laughs> isn't it H-Y? Or is it H-I? It's H-I. It's H-I. Are you sure? Yep. Jordy, trust oh, me. Oh shoot! It is H I. You're thinking of hydrate. You're right. I am thinking of hydrate or a hydrogen which I do peroxide. believe in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably was. Um, yeah. Anyway, so if you if you have questions about why I don't believe in hibernation, um feel free to ask me sometime but this isn't this isn't a conspiracy theory podcast not yet not yet we're on our way but not yet um maybe season four but uh i just the thing is i don't know what the government is trying to do (laughs) in teaching us about hibernation (laughs) i haven't quite figured that part out yet <laughs> so, I'll report that. Perfect. <laughs> Just oh, what I man. wanted to hear. Yeah. Uh. So, Nick. Jordy, I've been I've been really excited about about this specific podcast episode. Good. Because I just love poetry. That's really good to hear. Um, and we're talking how about I f- poetry. Yeah. How I feel about it is um, the Lord would spit me out. <laughs> You're a little lukewarm toward it? A little lukewarm. Um, and the reason why is um, because I don't know a darn thing about poetry, but I want to learn. Sure. And I think, from what I've heard, you are the best teacher to learn Whoa. from when it comes to poetry. Um, so, I'm buckled up and got my note card ready. <laughs> so, okay. Yes, I am the best teacher. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's certainly not true. Um, I just love it a lot. And I actually... my The first way that I filtered what school I was going to go to for college, yeah. the first filter I ran it through was was trying to find a school that I could minor in poetry. I didn't guess know that. Where the, guess where the closest one was. Um, I'll give you a dollar if you get it right. Brown University. Where is that? Um, well, someone fact-checked it for us. The closest one was in Pennsylvania. I'll fact check it right now. Um, yeah, so the closest one I could find was in Pennsylvania. Wasn't all that interested in going to Pennsylvania. Rhode Island. Oh, so a little too far. It's a good oh. try. No dollar. Not this, excuse uh, me, not this time. Um, anyway, so the, um, I don't know. I feel like I could go so many directions with this because I love poetry so much. Um, what I should have done... I should have guessed University of Penn. You should have. Yeah. Dang it. Sorry. Just... Yeah. It, gosh. Next time. Next time. Um, they don't call it Pennsylvania for nothing. But now you know. City of brotherly love. Yeah. Um, so my love for poetry started at Sunshine. Life Flight? Life Flight. Life Which Light. is Sunshine, but in South Dakota. Mm. If that's helpful for our listeners. Um, and I saw a young man by the name of Levi, po- Levi the Poet. Oh. He's a bit of a spoken word artist. Um, mm-hmm. Are you familiar? Uh, from, I think, through you. I've heard you talk about him. Probably. Um, but yeah, I just, I, like, it was, it was really interesting, and, like, I feel like a kind of a big moment in my faith, actually, because it was the first time that, like, poetry, well, not, I mean, poetry was the first time that, like, I looked at poetry as something interesting and cool. Um, mm-hmm. But it was also the first time that I listened to someone, like, publicly be very real and vulnerable. Mm. You know? Yeah. Um, and he's, like, wildly, wildly, like, honest. Mm-hmm. Um. Can I read a line from my favorite poem from him? Um, Do you mind? Go for it. I don't Is that it. How does copyright work? Uh, I don't think we have to worry about it. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm also saying it's by Levi the Poet. Did you know that the song Happy Birthday is copyrighted? No. By who? Louis Armstrong. Uh, anyway. Warner. Oh, and never mind, it expired. Oh. Whew. Yeah, so. Uh, 
Anyway, here's my favorite line from Dear Pianist by Levi the Poet. Uh, it says, Dear Pianist, I love you more than you'll ever know. I swear your smile saved my life. I swear your touch made me whole. But there's not an end to the self-condemning lies that I have believed, and there's no depth that I have not known in attempts to drown myself or set myself free to the point of pushing you away from me. I drove the country on my own in attempt to break my heart, and I've opened my heart to every fleeting hope in attempt to fall apart. She said, well, we fall apart and into our gods, but God meets us where we are. And oh, what a thought to live a life that's free. But we are such a self-condemning, sorry, we are such a self-destructive bunch, aren't we? Writer, you are a part of me, and there's nothing you can do to set to flame the fabric that has woven me to you. I will not be your broken heart, and I will not be your empty oath. Oh, with our hands laid flat in surrender, I swear we will both let go of the chains that choke us, that wrap their hands around our throats, and I will play you a new song, and the lyrics that you wrote will accompany the melody, and every word she spoke was a land of milk and honey that I thought I'd never know. I drove to Washington on my own to sorrow in the rain, but we danced over every puddle and joy washed the pain away. And it rode the gutters into the ocean and the currents out beyond its shores to a whisper beyond the horizon to be forgotten and thought of no more. Wow. It's a little bit more than a line. Yeah, I was going to say, I was starting to worry about copyright at that point. Yeah. Um... So, I don't know. That's I'll call the copyright lawyers. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, Sorry, uh, Anchor. Um, I thought of the Nazi movie, The Pianist, when you said Dear Pianist. I have um, not heard of that movie. Oh. That's so. okay. I mean, uh oh, we're stuck now. I don't know what to do here. Um, <laughs> but um, so anyway, that, 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 and a lot of his poetry is is like that one. That one sticks out. It's like obviously it's a love song, and it's um, or a poem. He wrote it to his wife, um, and while he's performing it, his wife is playing the piano behind him, and it like just very beautiful um but also like like gut-wrenching you know um mm -hmm. and just like that time of my life it kind of hit me in a lot of in a lot of ways that I wasn't expecting and it was and it was beautiful um it's good but that is not necessarily the type of poetry we were going to talk about am I right yes or because you you recently did a little deep dive into biblical poetry structures. Um, deep dive. Or maybe dive. you like you waited in the in the kiddie pool, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, waited, stepped foot. Then I realized like that the crane, perhaps that kids are in the pool. Sure. And. Uh, 
Um, kind of. Um, yeah. I, uh, forgot a lot of what I, 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 I found out about it. Um... But I mean, it to just it was just very, 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 very basic and superficial, because um, sure. I think you know that biblical poetry is very deep and um, different, obviously, and and it, it's it's so much deeper. than I thought like that yeah. that's the thing that I love about it like mm -hmm. and and also let me I'm just gonna go off I think here just do it um but so the thing that I love so much about poetry is like mm -hmm. is everything has so many meanings you know yeah um and I'm trying to find my notes from when I went through this lesson mm -hmm. um I think it's in a different notebook. Yeah. Well, uh, while you're looking, multiple notebooks. I, I wouldn't say that I, I, I do enjoy reading poems. I just don't do it enough at all. Um, but what I, 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 I really enjoy when like a poem. I, the goal for most poems, obviously, is to be a a big picture. Rather than just a just a line you know like yeah, right. once you understand like the whole picture of the poem what the person is trying to say you can reread it again and it it's almost like you're you're chipping away at, at rocks until you find gold and then you realize what you have is gold and i guess that's how i kind of view a poem and i think that's the goal of it is to paint the big picture and you're trying to slowly zoom out until you see it and then you really appreciate it yeah um So I, I just don't do it enough. I just don't read them enough. I didn't yeah. base my college decision on a college that would let me minor in poetry. So that was your first mistake. That was the first mistake. The second was jokes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna find it because the notebook that I thought I was in I just made it back to an all-night prayer thing from college oh so not gonna not gonna find it um okay anyway so what i love about what i love about poetry though is like there there can be so many meanings and it can be it can be interpreted in different ways and like yeah the like imagery is like imagery is so big and beautiful but then you can take like uh, I don't even know how to start this because I'm just so excited um, <laughs> so I have read I have read a lot of Psalms in my lifetime right Yep, and correct. Thank you. And it wasn't until I read or learned the different structures of the poetry in the Bible that I was 
that I actually took the time to sit and look at, like, what is David trying to say? Mm-hmm. You know? Because, like, yeah. you can read the words, right? You can read the words over and over again. But until you actually try to figure out what is the author trying to say with this poem, um, and, like, and that's something that we do that we do with, like, modern poetry, too. Um, you know, so, like, there's a... Um, Robert Frost has a poem. It's, uh... Everything Gold Must Go. Is that right? Uh, I think I know Everything Gold. About. Yep, Everything nothing Gold. gold. Uh, everything nothing, nothing gold, gold Can, can stay. stay. Yeah. Yep. Um... So, real short, I'm going to read it. Um, Nature's first green is gold, her hardest hue to hold. Her early leaves of flower, but only so an hour. Then leaf subsides to leaf, so Eden sank to grief. So dawn goes down to day, nothing gold can stay. Um, so, real short, like, obviously you can just read those words and it's like, man. The leaves are falling off the tree, mm -hmm. and like, whatever, the leaves are changing, but then you can look at like, the seasons changing, and you can look at like, yeah. you can take that even deeper into like, seasons in your life, and like, part like, um, like college is done, that was a season in my life that is over completely, mm -hmm. um, or I, I was teaching my students this one time, and a kid compared this poem to the the fresh Jordans that he keeps in his closet. Nice. And he's like, if I wear them, they're not valuable anymore. And I said, but if they sit in a box in your closet, are they valuable? And he's like, no. So and then nothing more. gold, like nothing gold can stay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then even, like, looking at our faith, and I have no idea if Robert Frost had, like, faith in mind when he wrote this poem. I don't know if he was, if he was a Christian. Like, no idea. Mm -hmm. But even, like, all our gold on earth, like, none of it will stay with yeah. us. Like, any treasure yeah. we hold on earth it is going to go. None of it can stay with us. So, like eight short lines and mm -hmm. we can take it into a thousand different ways. Yeah. Depending, like depending on our context, depending on like what different phrases mean to us, whatever. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what's so cool about poetry is that it, it's so feeling and emotional oriented. Yeah. That it, takes a lot of time to get out right you know what i'm saying what you're saying through the words like you're trying like it it it's it's you can't just put it into one little phrase kind of like going back to what i what i said a bit a little bit ago about about a picture it's it's words stacked on top of each other or these lines stacked on top of each other that create something like like that and it make it that makes the correlation between each other so important.
right? Um, so, want to jump into scripture? That's. I love it when you ask me that because I always uh, do. Cool. Um, so. I, I think, I mean, you can pick almost any psalm. Like, mm -hmm. Psalms is a poetry book, right? Like, most of it is poetry. Job yep. is another poetry book. Um, yep. But Psalms is, like, it's so easy. Like, David is just so clear with, like, the separation of what he's trying to say. Um, mm -hmm. And there's basic, I, I can't remember the names of the different types of poetry, that yeah. are like commonly found in the Bible, but basically, the three that I studied anyway, um, there's like, there's the opening thought, and so also if you look at how like each of the chapters in Psalms is laid out, I used to always think like, why is there so much space? They could have saved like hundreds <laughs> of pages, not actually hundreds, but they could have saved a lot of pages if they just like did paragraph style like the rest of the Bible. Yeah. Um, but it, it's intentional because like, um, so like, I'm just, I just happened to have it open to Psalm 40, Psalm 40 verse one, I waited patiently for the Lord is the first line. And then the second line of verse one says, he inclined to me and heard my cry. So that's one of the types of, of. Um, poetry where the first line opens up a thought, the second line closes the thought. Yep. Um, let's see. I should have I should have found examples of the different types. Um, but then there's also um, the first line opens a thought, the second line rephrases the thought in a different way. So like for emphasis. And then yeah. the other one is like compare and contrast. So line, first line opens, second line just like hits the exact opposite thought. Um, but with those, with knowing those structures, you can look at the, you can look at the poem as a whole and, um, and start to see like, what is David trying to say? And you can also, um, it, it isn't just line to line. Sometimes it's like verse to verse or like mm -hmm. chunk, like three verses to three verses. Or um, I honestly, I think it goes as far as chapter to chapter sometimes. Hmm. Um, like one chapter opens up a thought and the next chapter just like hits the complete opposite side of that. Yeah. Um, that That's my personal look at it. Like, not, I don't think everybody would agree with me on that, but, um, do you mind if I keep going? Do you have thoughts? No, I, I am a student right now, but, uh, okay. I think I just, I would just, just to reiterate how, how important I think it is to understand poetry for the yeah. Bible, because like what, I think like one third of it is poems. Yeah. And like you said, you could just read the words. Um, and granted, the Bible is obviously translated. So 
you kind of lose some of the poetry in it, but also a lot of it's orientation related. Like you said, this line is answered by this line, or this line is, is set up by this line. Right. Or chapter to chapter, book to book. Um, so I think I think it is important. Uh, 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 I think just for my sake, also, as much as anyone else, is to understand the 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 pretty much. I mean, there's the basics of the poetry um, for 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 biblical standard for biblical speaking and how how important poetry was to to, to Hebrew writing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And how and how how it's able to to uh, bring a picture for us and how it's able to educate us on, on God's calling on God's, uh, God's will for our life. Right. Uh, cause even, I mean, even Jesus, I, I think Jesus is considered one of the greatest poets of all time with how he spoke. Um, and so I think that just, again, presses in the importance of understanding and, and really paying attention to, to what poetry and how to uh, grasp it. Yeah. So, um, so I'm going to, I'm going to try it. I mean, I'm just going to read it, but I'm going to try to paint a picture as I'm reading it here. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, Nick, I'd like you to close your eyes. You don't have to, but I would like you to, um, if you're listening to this and want to do the same exercise, um, if you're driving, please don't. But if you're doing anything else that allows you to close your eyes for just a couple seconds here, um, close your eyes and and picture along as I'm reading this first passage. Um, so this is Psalm 42, and this this chapter was what made me really realize I need to rethink Psalms. Um, so Psalm 42, verse one, and you'll you'll recognize this right away. Um, 42 verse 1 says, As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? Um, So, if I stop there, what are you thinking about? What comes to mind? Um, Immediately was... Jordy's upper arm. Oh shoot! I have this. <laughs> I have this tattooed on me. <laughs> okay, so those of you that don't have the context <laughs> of my tattoo, um, I imagine you had a similar picture to what I have always had when I read this, which mm-hmm. is like peaceful deer, like walking through a forest, walking through a meadow, yeah. trying to find a stream to get some water, right? Like, peaceful, beautiful, um, you know, maybe a little flute music in the background, setting set the mood. A little bit. Um, back there. Yeah. Uh, and, like, so then, as the deer is panting for the water, so is my soul panting for God. Like, and, and like, we think of our relationship with God as peaceful, right? So, like, that image makes sense, and that's good. But let's read the rest of chapter forty-two. Um, nice. So I'm going to start again at verse one and two, and then as I go in, like 
keep in mind that deer and and I want you to think and this is for everybody not just Nick everybody listening I want you to think about what what is changing in your image of this deer as we read the rest of what David is saying intentionally in this chapter so 42 starting verse 1 as a deer pants for foreign streams so pants my soul for you O God my soul thirsts for God for the living God when shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they say to me all day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would go with the throng and lead them in procession, procession to the house of God with glad shouts of songs of praise and multitude, keeping festival. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. My soul is cast down within me, therefore I remember you from the land of the land of Jordan and of Hermon, from Mount Mizar. Deep calls to deep. At the roar of your waterfalls, all your breakers and your waves have gone over me. By day the Lord commands his steadfast love and night his songs within me a prayer to the God of my life. Just a couple more verses here. It says, I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a deadly wound in my bones, my adversaries taunt me, while they say to me all the day long, where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. So, did anything change for you, Nick? Um, well, it, it, yeah, have you heard you've, the, the, the song A Prayer by King's Kaleidoscope? I have. Have you heard Antonio's version of it? No, I haven't. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, well, that's what kind of made me think of it, like, yeah. uh. Um, I think we create a, uh, 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 I think we create chaos when, when, when stuff's going on. Yeah. Um, especially when we have, like, like you said, when enemies are at, at you, um, and mocking your wounds. Right. Um. And it kind of kind of clouds us, and we kind of like going back to panting for for God, like a, or, or desiring God, desiring relationship with Him. We kind of lose focus of that because of everything that's going on around us. Yeah, um, and so that just makes me think, like, um, again to your tattoo about the 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 city on it and the commotion. Yeah, right. Um, but there's still stillness. <clears throat> with God and just going back to, to kind of the, the, the heart of the relationship is like the peace and the still and the comfort of, of, of what of the relationship of God. Yeah. So, well, and, and so it, it's interesting because like, you know, I mentioned like the verse that will, the first line will open a thought and the second line will say the opposite or, whatever um 
and that like those first two verses like the the deer is panting for flowing streams and as the deer pants for water so pants our soul right um mm -hmm. but then the next verse immediately verse three it says my tears have been my food day and night while while they say to me all day long where is your god verse five why are you cast down O my soul why are you in turmoil within me um my soul is cast down within me um the roar deep calls to deep at the roar of your waterfalls all your breakers and your waves have gone over me like just like beaten and broken yeah. and turmoil like so that the picture of the deer for me when i read this again like it went from this beautiful like peaceful image of a deer to like this deer is on the verge of death mm -hmm. and it's panting for water so it can survive yeah and as desperately as that deer needs water that is how desperately we need god mm -hmm. you know and then yeah so then psalm 46 going on like and this this is why i think that like that david was was kind of interworking chapters together too um so psalm 46 and this is my favorite book in the whole bible so I'm going to read, I'm going to read all of this one too, because it's my absolute favorite. Perfect. Um, but, and, and so, okay. So verse one says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though it's waters roar and foam through them, um, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. So God is our refuge God is peace there is comfort where God is though there's chaos around us where God is there's comfort right mm -hmm. yeah verse 4 says there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God the holy habitation of the Most High God is in the midst of her she shall not be moved God will help her when morning dawns so verses 1 through 5 God is peace. There is peace where God is. Um, now verse 6. The nations rage. The kingdoms totter. He utters his voice. The earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Um, so again, outside of where God is, chaos. The oceans, the mountains are crumbling into the, into the roaring and foaming seas. The, the nations are raging. The kingdoms are tottering. Um, verse 8 says come behold the works of the Lord how he has brought desolations on the earth he makes wars cease to the ends of the earth he breaks the bow and shatters the spear he burns the chariots with fire verse 10 be still and know that I am God I will be exalted among the nations I will be exalted in the earth the Lord of hosts is with us the God of Jacob is our fortress um, so I, I go back to verse 4 it says there's a river whose streams make glad the city of God and I, I can't help but think of the deer in verse 42 and like the imagery of the deer like wandering just yeah. out wandering looking for deer looking for deer looking for water mm -hmm. um, but if that deer would just go to the city where God is 
you know, and that's a very like very Christian thing of me to say. Just go to the yep. city, uh, looking for a city <laughs> where I'll never die. <laughs> that's my favorite <laughs> chapter of Psalms. <laughs> that one right there. But so if that deer just goes to where God is, you yeah. know, and the same for us, like, just just being in God's presence, verse 10, be still, know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Like, mm -hmm. that is so hard, right? It is so hard to just sit in that. Um, so, I mean, something that I'm working on constantly, daily, I, I just am always trying to figure out how to be in God's presence yeah. um, but like I feel closer to that than I did years ago you know like it's that ongoing sanctification that ongoing process of like growing in our faith right um, yeah so like you know, I, I, I don't say that to, like, I don't say that, like, it's just a switch, you know. Like, mm -hmm. life is tough, but just, like, go to the city, bro. God's waiting in the city, bro. Like, he is. Free, bro. He absolutely is, but, like, that's hard, you know. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that get in the way. There's a lot of things that, like, will, like, hold us back, try to stop us. There's, like chains there's like all kinds of stuff that like all kinds of stuff that's trying to stop us from getting to the city yeah but god's in the city bro it's everywhere bro <laughs> go to the city bro <laughs> he's waiting bro holy habitation of the most high bro <laughs> oh shoot most high is capitalized <laughs> Fumes. And fumes, yeah. Uh, this is, is this uh, the latest we've started the podcast. Um Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah. I'd say so. Um I but it's a good to, one. I I've I've had a nice time. I've really I've really enjoyed it. It makes me want to read Psalms right now. I'm so glad. I hope that you're not the only one that feels that after listening to this. Um, our friend, um, I think you've met Matea. Have you met Matea other than on the phone? I think that's the only time I met her. Okay. Was she at your wedding? Yeah. Maybe. She's married to Katie. Yeah. Maybe there then. Anyway. Sorry, Matea. I happened to be on the phone with Fabian and Matea right before this podcast started. And Matea said, well, Fabian said that Matea would listen to it. So, Matea, if you're still listening, thank you. Um, I don't know. Basically, anyone that's ever told me that they've listened to the podcast is 
<laughs> Thanks, Elise. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. My mom, too. Thanks, Lauren. Thanks, Clint. <laughs> I know there's a lot more than that, but those are the ones that I can think of. Thanks, Ricky. Thanks, Steven. Thanks, Adam. Yeah. This is just, just coming from tight. Thanks, Jordy, as you're listening to this to make sure it sounds good tomorrow. Good job, Jordy. Thanks. <laughs> you're not going to see that. Sometimes um, I do stuff on the video, and I forget that this is a podcast, not a TV show. Yeah. One day it'll be a TV show. <laughs> Jordy and Nick. Jordy, Jordy and Nick. Living their best life. Every Jordy day is Friday. In morning. Early in the morning. Jordy and Nick. <laughs> there it is. Thanks, uh, Stephen. Stephen. Wake up, Fargo. <laughs> it's Jordy. <laughs> <laughs> wake up. <laughs> oh man. Um, to try and have a little bit of energy for this podcast. What's that? I to try have a little bit of energy for this podcast. On my way home, I bought uh, Coke. Came out with a Coke and coffee thing. You did you did you hear that? I uh, you told me about it. You told me that uh, your young your your younger brother, the brother yeah. that's in search of your birthright, showed you it. Uh, I'm not sure if you mean by that. I think it's probably better than joking. <laughs> um, anyway, so I bought one. Cracked it open, drank it on the way home from tennis, and tell you what, I didn't like it at all. Oh, I, I was questioning whether it'd be good or not. I, I, I didn't think I'd like it, but I just wanted to try it. It feels like, I feel like with coffee, I just, like, I need to try certain things so I can answer questions about them because people ask me about coffee like, a lot. Yeah. At school especially because I like have a bit of a reputation. Um, mm-hmm. But it's the same thing with like I watched The Shack. The movie The Shack. Even though John Seaver was like bro wrong. It's like He tried. It's super like not biblical. Like fictively accurate. Which is true but it, like there's a lot of parts of it that are just not biblically accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also like generally Christian themed. So I feel like I should watch it so if someone asks me about it I have something to reference. And we can get yeah. a conversation So fringe coffee things, fringe Christian things. I just feel like they need to have some kind of context for it. They gotta go all in. Is that my cross to bear? No. No, it's, it's definitely <laughs> not. It's 100% not cross to bear. No, nah, nah, not yours. <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad you called me out on that. Because as I was saying it, I was like, I, I shouldn't say this. So thanks for calling me out right away. You're hey. a good friend. Accountability. Yeah. That's my middle name. That's right. 
mine's intentions, and that's why we're such a good pair. <laughs> Accountability and intentions. Welcome to <laughs> Conviction Hour. <laughs> oh, what the what a name for a Friday morning or like a morning TV show. Accountability. Conviction Hour. <laughs> Conviction Hour. Accountability and intentions. Conviction Hour. Conviction hour with accountability and intention. <laughs> Start your day off right. That's right. Be convicted. Wow. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> what a little... Uh, I don't know. Let's just say, if there's any if there's any TV producers out there listening, looking for your next host of the, the Fargo Morning Program, the Already. North Dakota today is that the one? Is it? It's so if anyone's trying, fa- if anyone's trying to compete Prairie. with North Dakota today, Prairie Public. Yeah, we're your boys. We're your dudes. Yeah, we out ya. Cat, cash just outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's wrap it there. Maybe Perfect. get a little sleep. Yeah, I get my second uh, my second round of the COVID vaccine tomorrow. Oh, so I gotta I gotta prep. Bless you. I uh, lots of kale, lots of water. Don't know when I'm getting it. Lots of prayer. Prayers up. So pour some yeah. prayers out for your homies. Rolling in it. I want to be rolling in prayer when I get that vaccine tomorrow. So, anyway, if you listen to this before twelve ten on. Thursday, September, nope, Thursday, February 18th. September. No, I said the wrong month. Because I'm tired. Very, very wrong sleep. month. Yep. Um, so, from our homes to yours, have a fantastic week, and talk to you guys real soon. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the Fargo Christian Podcast. Episodes will be releasing on Monday mornings. And you can find us on Instagram at Fargo Christian or at your local coffee shop. We just might be there.